10 9 8 7 6 5 4 3 Oh, is that me? What, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just forgot, but that's enough. You'll be able to do it from there. We're good. Hello and welcome to this episode of Free to a Good Home. Uh, my name is Michael Hing and I'm joined, as always, by a man who just told me he had to be very sedate lest he wake his sleeping bub it's Ben Jenkins. Hello. Hello. How are you? <laughs> what are you? What, what? So explain to us this situation right now. <laughs> okay. So well, the situ- the situation is currently, I've never done one of these while Mo has been asleep. Uh huh. Um, partly because I'll tell you what, guys, he's not sleeping very much. <laughs> so law of averages, <laughs> getting those things to line up. But secondly, I've never, um, I've, I've never really noticed that we have an upstairs and downstairs, not to boast in this house, but we do have wow, a, okay. an upstairs and a downstairs. Down and Abbey over here. And I'm just realizing now through a series of texts from my wife <laughs> that, um, that this podcast is coming uh, loud and clear through the floor into <laughs> his bedroom. And he's enjoying this content, whether he likes it or not. He's, he's circumventing iTunes to get this and that's not good for our numbers and that's not fair uh, well I'll be sure to um, send him an invoice for his um, yeah, Patreon uh, that, he, that he owes us um, we were also joined today by two very special guests uh, one of whom just told me he didn't remember the last episode of this he did it is uh, Tim mm-hmm. Batten and Guy Montgomery who we'd know from New Zealand I guess hello guys how are you going g'day Hangs g'day Ben how you doing guys uh, look I can only speak for myself when I say I'm doing pretty well actually Oh, what I'm enjoying is that I don't have to put on a sedate persona for a podcast record. No, uh, I I can't imagine a sort of more challenging situation to relax and be fun and be funny than a stream of texts from my wife telling me to rein it in because my baby's sleeping directly beneath me. It's, it's really I got to tell you, man, it's the podcasting dream. It's like we get we get the energy up, we get it cooking, we get it bubbling, and then you come in and. And suddenly it's this weird ASMR <laughs> of like for these people who have this very specific desire to listen to like very gentle domestic tension as told by one member of the relationship. Yeah, it's um it's it's pretty freaking great. Uh, <laughs> do you know do you know do you know what I was going to do though? What I was going to do, which I, I kind of think I might still do actually, <laughs> is just go into my car because my car. <laughs> My car's parked out the front, right? And it's got like it's 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 close enough that it has good access to our internet. So I could just go into the car. Ben, do it. What are we doing here? That's so cool. Do uh, that. Wait, wait, wait. Keep, but if you go into your car, just before you do this, if you go into your car, aren't mm. aren't you not allowed to just be in your car right now? Like, aren't we all meant to be? We're like we're all in our separate houses right now. If you go into your car and the cops come by and they're like, uh, "What are you doing?" This is like the drink driving thing, isn't it? <laughs> Can you be wasted parked in your car? <laughs> If you're sitting in the passenger seat, it's all right, I think. Or potentially more suspicious. Are you talking about podcasting now or being drunk? (laughs) Either or. As far as I can tell, Ben's working on both. 
Now, this is very unexpected, but let me paint a picture for the listener. Ben, I expected to abandon his big microphone because it's in some sort of home studio. But in fact, what he's done is dismantle the arm carrying it, and he's cutting the entire thing off to the exterior of his property. This is tremendous podcast work that could only be pulled off by a true professional. Okay, here we are. Okay, here we go. So, <laughs> and could I see your internet good. connection for not cutting out throughout all this? I thought it would have been done by now, but um, well, maybe it, I can just do it in my in my in my garden. Hang on a second. If you're in your <laughs> beautiful day out there, by the way, oh, it's it's charming, man. It's a it's what we call a golden Sydney day. Um, how's that? <laughs> oh, that's so nice. You are so I relaxing to be around now. I mean, I'm gonna take my changed. sweater off. Yeah, I can also just hear that the, finally Ben is finally bringing some fucking charm and energy to this. Where previously oh he was just really sucking it dry. Really, That's a right. real, a real. I mean, like my my concern is the breeze now. But um, <laughs> if if you guys aren't hearing that, then we're we're golden. Yeah, I think we're all good. I think we're all good. I feel like at this time in life, people would kill for a little bit of atmos in the background of their podcast. <laughs> the sound of the outdoors. Yeah, absolutely. My God. You um, know, a lot I, of podcasts would sort of cut this technical bullshit from the top <laughs> of the show. Not us, though. Not us, though. This is the show. This, this is the show. Is us setting up for 45 minutes what we're going to do on the podcast and then breezing through the end before we oh, guys, uh, call it. Guys, it's so nice to be out here. <laughs> now, <laughs> like, now you're just... Now you've got this giant... <laughs> arm that traditionally would attach to a desk or, or yeah, a wall yeah. but instead you're yeah. just having to hold it with your own arm <laughs> so it looks like e- you've got a third party sound operator lowering a boom <laughs> into the frame of the shop this is Can a we union s- what oh, we're doing we is a union shop here you've, yeah, you've yeah. really got <laughs> i'm just gonna screenshot what's going on <laughs> um okay here we go uh, it's free to a good home, guys. <laughs> uh, well, so, uh, Tim and Guy, uh, I'll start with Guy. Uh, since, since you were last on the podcast, what have you been up to? Because I think last time you were on our show, you admitted to a, a terrible thing that you immediately regretted, which was uh, holding your dick to see if you could um, piss through it or something. No, that is no. not. That is no, it was not pulling on me. your dick to f- make yourself fart. Nope, again, <laughs> you've, you've completely got that wrong. You've completely Berenstein Bears this. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? Because also just holding your dick to see if you can piss through it. I mean, like, I don't even know what that means, but that's not that bad, right? <laughs> the, the way you described it, Hang, the chaos I was imagining was like squeezing it yes. front on yeah, to like see. a doorknob as tight as you can and then just having piss trickle through <laughs> to see the loose the, Obviously, you're, your you're, you're seeing which was stronger, your grip or the force of your wee. You know what sure. I mean? Well, sure. that's not uh, an experiment I personally have dabbled with. No. <laughs> what was the thing? What was the? Uh, you, well, I can tell you what it was it. because because I think about it on a fortnightly basis. I'd say <laughs> it was it was him saying, "You know when?" And he said it like it was totally like, "Oh, we're going to have a fun like kind of observational." You know when everybody does this? When you need to do a fart. And you're worried that you're going to piss yourself when you fart, so you hold your dick when you fart. Was it? Have I got that right? <laughs> almost, <laughs> almost exactly. And and what was amazing about it was almost immediately, almost immediately, he realised he had made a grave error of judgment <laughs> in raising this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the fear oh, hell, went Monty. into his voice and into his eyes. Um, but he couldn't stop talking. It was like he'd been activated by the Kremlin. It was like uh, he couldn't look, stop speaking. 
I uh, I didn't realise how regular it was, but I stand behind the behaviour and the confession. I have not been reached out to by a single listener of yours to tell me that it's normal behaviour, but um, <laughs> as far as I could tell at the time, it was the best technique available. Sure, sure. Um, also, we had some uh, we had some apprehensions about having Guy on. Uh, as he's a, uh, I don't think I'm, I'm sort of overstating it as an outspoken uh, supporter of the COVID-19 uh, virus. But Hing said, it's fucked up, eh? Hing said, it's the marketplace of ideas. You defeat bad ideas with good ideas. Let's have him on. Look, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is if you look at it from the perspective of the virus, it's going pretty well. I didn't actually appreciate that Hing was such a fan of opening the window to different points of view because I've got some pretty strong thoughts about George Soros that I've been trying to get off my chest on different podcasts and this might just be the day. Yeah. Look, okay, we all get to have one conspiracy theory each. <laughs> right? The HMS Titanic was never sunk. It was the Olympic. It was an insurance job and it was to get the centralised Bank of America. If you want more to talk to Carlo Ritchie. <laughs> Um, all right, how and just quickly, um, isolation update. How's everybody going? Uh, right. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Hum and I are, uh, are uh, driving each other mad. Well, sorry, I'm driving her mad. Okay. Um, <laughs> and uh, I have to take a week of holiday uh, later on this month. And I was working out the, the tactful way for me to say like, oh, hey, I've, I've got to be home for a whole week. You're going to be working from home. You're doing a very important job. I'm just going to be playing the cowboy video game. Um, mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. that could be quite annoying. Maybe I'll just go and stay at my parents' house for a week. And I was like trying to do it in a tactful way so that she wouldn't feel like I was, you know, not. Well, I think the most tactful way is to raise it on this podcast that she listens to occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I hope this is a workshop. <laughs> I, so I, I start, I started the pitch by saying, "Hey, I'm going to have to take a week of holiday um, in a couple of weeks." And then Hum said, "Oh, so why don't you go stay at your parents' house?" And um, like she was, she was on it. <laughs> she was like, she was like, yeah, that's fine, just go. Like, uh, and I in a way, right. in a way, that's what you wanted, but not like that. Yeah, exactly. Look <laughs> like like yeah. a little bit more pushback. That's like when you build up the courage to go and break up with someone, and you're like, okay, I'm gonna do it, and they say this isn't working. And you, you, you're like, no, that's what I say. Well, hang on a sec. I reckon if we just stuck at it a while. <laughs> yeah, 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 we could make this thing work. Um, good analogy for the situation that Hing's got with his partner, Monty. That's really good. Yeah, well, I really had to, reach, I had to reach deep for that. But it sounds like things are going great, Hing. You're right in your analysis that uh, isolation's going perfectly for you. <laughs> oh, all right, let's get to the classifieds. Uh, sure. So this is one that's taken from Craig. Oh, can I just sorry quickly? Yeah. I haven't I have a separate problem now that I'm outside. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanna Okay, so like if you look over here, uh-huh. that is that right there is the neighbors, right? Like the, mm. beyond beyond that hedge. And they have two kids that often play out there. Um, and they're like six and eight. Right. Um, so I'm gonna have to like sort of uh, self-censor a fair bit oh sure but they, they can't your hear property what, is kids. lousy with youngsters <laughs> isn't it they're everywhere these anyway, kids so. can't hear what we're saying though so we don't have to self-censor no that's true no no, no you don't have to can be as filthy as a, as, as a sailor I'm going to take this opportunity to attack Ben with the most venomous <laughs> sailor mouthed insults I know <laughs> 
All right, Hing, um, let's start it. Let's go. All right, so this is taken from the Cleveland West area. Hello to anyone listening in Cleveland. And it's entitled, Skim Milk, Got Milk, Need Any? Question <laughs> mark. Okay, so hang on. Can you, can you get, sorry. So, I'm sorry so early in the piece to pull up on this, but could you step me through the, the punctuation there? Okay. <laughs> Skim Milk, capital S, and then all lowercase. Skim Milk, full stop. Mm-hmm. Got Milk, capital mm-hmm. G, exclamation mark. And then need any uh-huh. capital N question mark. Uh-huh. So it's skit. So oh. it's skim milk. Got milk. Need any? A fifty. So it's someone. It's it's not someone searching for skim milk. It's someone who has somehow overbought. Well, yes, fifteen cases. Ooh. Skim milk sell by is today. Shit. <laughs> Shit. Folks that leave numbers top the list. Rest, reach when have time. Let me know how many kids. Hang on, what? <laughs> What? <laughs> Let me know how many kids And food in need Yes I still have Post up means have food Time is precious Don't have time writing all day I have kids too <laughs> Okay What a pearler Question at the top of my list How uh-huh. much milk is in a case of milk? Yeah uh, This guy's units of measure are insane <laughs> He's measuring milk Not in any kind of like Standardized liters or even pints or anything, but in cases, and children. he's wanting to measure your need solely in terms of how many children you have. <laughs> by the end of it, they've whipped themselves into such a frenzy that they are affronted by the idea of people responding to their. No, I can't talk to you. I couldn't possibly explain. There's no time for it. Just bring your kids, however many you've got. I'll do a head count and I'll give you a case commensurate with how many kids you got. What, you think you're the only one with kids? Think again, I got kids. I have kids, kids have got milk. Let's sort it out. Can't move for all the kids and milk I've got in here. <laughs> Couldn't swing a dead case without hitting one. <laughs> oh, Christ. Okay, so who could this be good for? I mean, cafes go through a lot of milk, but cafes don't have any children. <laughs> so you, so you really what you need is somewhere that needs a lot of milk, but has a lot of kids. I'm thinking a Dickensian orphanage, yeah. like in the musical <laughs> yeah. Oliver. Or Hing. You don't, even, mm-hmm. you don't even need to time travel on that. Just children drink milk currently. <laughs> <laughs> right over right Like that's over. not no, Hing, Hing, Hing takes tremendous issue With orphans of the present day However In Victorian England His yeah, heart bleeds for these kids Get a job Present orphans <laughs> The only good orphan is Oliver No um, Hey Is yeah. it true I, Speaking of This is my one conspiracy theory That I'm allowed it's, to voice today Yeah um, skim milk Is it true skim milk Is just like Half of milk And then the rest of it's water uh, You're asking the right no. guys Michael <laughs> Yeah That was That, yeah. that was one I, of those things uh, I think it was on When Guy was on last actually Where it's like Your instinct is to be like No that's not fucking true uh, And call you an idiot And then we get all these emails Like when we Um Started like laughing our heads off at the idea that people thought chickens had milk, and then we lost confidence halfway through the bit, and we were like, "Wait a second. <laughs> chickens don't have milk. Well, you see, you, oh, see, you seem very thank confident. You about guy, thank you, guys. Thank you. See, you see, hang on. You seem very confident about that. I reckon, I reckon there's a bit of. They're dinosaurs. <laughs> Do dinosaurs have milk? Uh, I mean, some of them. Yeah. 
it's not like we're ever going to know. We could never know we now. We could never know. Well, to, to your, sk- to your s- skim milk conspiracy theory, Hing, I actually, I don't have an answer to that, but I remember I was a very hardline, dark blue top milk drinker as a boy. Like, I was, I was heavy on the milk. I remember, you know, you come home from a run or you've been running around with your mates and nothing goes down better than a full glass of thick, cold milk. That is deranged. Milk. <laughs> Unless we're yeah. talking about chicken milk, in which case. Wait, when you? T- am, I, am I also misremembering this? Were you also paid to dress up like a cow and travel around New Zealand at one point? Yeah, I, w- I was. Are those, I was the anchor mega mega are those ball. Things related. So I was at all, going around. To, so so no, totally unrelated. Just meant that I was a very convincing cow, and it was a bull actually, which is insane because obviously bulls don't produce milk. <laughs> But Bulls are in many ways different... the chickens of the cow kingdom. <laughs> 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 I go around to different sort of uh, these organised like rural agricultural shows and dress up as this large muscle-bound orange bull <laughs> and uh, I'd run kids through athletics exercises <laughs> to promote calcium-rich milk. Mm-hmm. It was one of the greatest gigs of my life. But uh, my mum must have been doing some reading on milk and she wanted to wean the family onto light blue top or skim milk and i would say no 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 there's no way i'm drinking that it tastes too watery for me Ah. it's like having wheat bix with water and she said okay and then for a while we were running two different types of milk in the fridge and i kept taking from the blue top and pouring the dark blue top and pouring over my wheat bix and then after two months had passed mum said you want to know something funny (gasps) for the last two months You've been drinking light blue top milk out of a blue top container. You fucking idiot. Charlotte Montgomery, that is dastardly. Yeah, that's... Uh, uh, wow, so how, how long was your mum running this prank for? Running this scheme for? Two months. Right, and then did you... Until, until she was convinced that, you know, she'd gotten away with it and could say to me, sorry, whether you want to or not, you're off the dark stuff. Did that mean, did that, mean that she had to keep buying blue top milk, dark blue top milk? tipping it out and filling it with so the, so the use by date would I like to think I like to think to spite me that she was necking the dark blue top milk herself oh that's or is, the, is even the, the the most dastardly version of this prank that she just thought of it one day and just lied to you like one day she just thought <laughs> oh. I'll just tell him he's been drinking skim milk for two months and that'll be the thing that switches him that is a brilliant long con for no outlay of effort. <laughs> no, I, f- I feel like she's, she would have been, she's too committed to the, the bit. If that's true, then a lot of my childhood is called into question. Like, she was the one who taught me that if you have to fight, you need to hold your dick or cover your vagina. <laughs> she was the one to tell me. <laughs> Fucking hell. Do you want to know what, though? Like, in terms of who the, who the market is for this, mm. it's honestly me because I cannot resist a bargain. And that is too good to be true, that this guy's got 15, 15 cases. cases. I don't know exactly how much it is. It sounds like a lot. I mean, and 15 he cases... Has to get rid of it today. 15 cases could be like 24 times 15, right? Yeah, could be Yeah, could be, could be 12 times 15, 24 times 15. I mean, we just have no idea. It could be hundreds of, hundreds of litres hundreds of milk of we're litres. talking about. He's yeah. got to get rid of it today. It's a buyer's market. <laughs> I would get in there with my best offer, which would be low. <laughs> and then I'd have to figure out what to do with 650 litres of milk. Yeah, I mean, He'd probably start panicking close to desperate for sale. <laughs> That's how he got in there. Yeah, Hing, full circle. Do you remember when we did that sketch show our first year down at the Melbourne Comedy Festival and we were mm. struggling to find sponsors and one of the producers didn't find us cash 
which we needed to sort of pay for the rent and of the theatre and, and, and accommodation for us yeah. to live in. But he did manage to find us 20 litres of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> this is some Jack and the Beanstalk approach to comedy festivals. Boys. And then he was like... Even, even in retrospect, even the idea that our comedy festival show required sponsorship is, in retrospect, insane. Yeah. But it was just what people had told us we had to do. Well, like we, and so we, we just reached out to literally any well, no, no, company. Sorry, sorry. To be clear, it required sponsorship because we were hemorrhaging money. But the idea that anyone would yes. want to sponsor it was the insane yes, yes, thing. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> this is... This is madness. In New Zealand, what we do for the comedy festival is we pay the registration fee and then we put shows on. Uh-huh. <laughs> and how do you get 20 litres of ice cream? Or I want to I know what happened to the 20 litres of ice cream. I think um, we ended up having to turn it down because it required so much refrigeration. <laughs> we just we didn't made. have enough space to keep it's it. It's a poison off. chalice, isn't it? <laughs> um, guys, we're talking a lot about food. We're talking about uh, a, like a lot of food, in fact. Um, I've got one. We've started doing some uh, stuff from relationships.txt. Um, not strictly in the purview of the podcast, but what are you going to do? Sue us? Are you actually going to get a lawyer and sue us? Like, is that is that <laughs> honestly the best what, damn lawyer in business here? Is that what you're telling us that you're going to you're going to sue us for doing this? <laughs> Christ! Someone who's going through the depths of a relationship crisis has just pushed send on this forum and then they're like oh finally what a weight off my shoulders I can't wait to unwind by listening to my favourite podcast free to a good home so this, uh, this takes uh, this takes relationship uh, sort of quandaries from the reddit sub forum relationships and uh, there are some good ones this one is a this one is a, a, a quarantine themed one we try to keep things pretty non-quarantine focused here uh, but we just couldn't resist um, so, <laughs> hello. <clears throat> With all that's going on, we have stocked up on supplies, including canned goods. I ordered a few weeks ago 30 cans of beans. 10 of black beans, 10 of kidney beans, 10 of pink beans. Also, I ordered 15 cans of chickpeas. I thought this was a reasonable amount of beans and chickpeas to have every now and again, and that it would last for quite some time. However, last night I opened the cabinet because I wanted to make vegetarian chili using two cans of beans, but all of the beans were gone. What the hell? I asked my girlfriend and she told me she had buried all of the beans in the woods. (laughs) At first I thought she was joking, but she explained no, she had buried the beans in the woods. I asked her to explain and she told me she was... She was afraid that if if things get bad, we might have to worry about looters or whatever, and that the beans would be in danger of being stolen. I said I thought that was completely ridiculous and unlikely. She became angry at me and <laughs> she became angry at me and said she is protecting our beans. <laughs> Bravo. Hang on, there's more. I said What? I said, why only bury the beans? Why not bury our more valuable items? And she said, canned food was the most valuable for long-term means since we can get fresh online grocery deliveries. This was too insane for me and I got very upset. I demanded to know where the beans were buried and she refused to tell me. She said that if I knew she was afraid, I would dig the beans up. I said, damn right I would. She said, I will... <laughs> she, she said, I will never jeopardize the beans. 
crossed, <laughs> I crossed the line and said that she was out of her mind. She stormed away, and we have not talked since last night. Oh wow, wow. Okay, so so much to unpack there. So much to dig up from the woods, as it were. <laughs> um, this person has buried their uh, boy, their partner's beans. Well, I think they're everybody's. The like, I think they're they're yeah. they're. The house they were communal beans for her and <laughs> they take it and then and then and then bury it in the woods <clears throat> to now, pre- to protect from looters yes who will come into the house sort of like I'm imagining sort of Michael Haneke happy game style <laughs> <laughs> and then but, demand everything and she'll be like yeah man take everything in the pantry that's all we have <laughs> <laughs> Before we before we even unpack the prospect of the looters, this partner has done it without conference. They haven't like, you you know they've just totally taken initiative. They've left no beans for the present day. No, that's true. You know, you, you can't even have some 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 non-emergency beans. They've got mm. by my count forty-five beans. I think. 35. I think the saying goes thirty beans, fifteen cans of chickpeas. Okay, yeah, so that's 40, but, uh, forty-five cans. cans. Mm. But I think that this, just to explain the person's thinking, I think there's a saying that goes, a bean in the hand is worth 45 <laughs> cans in the woods. I think that's... <laughs> this is like, I think, the red dress versus the blue dress visual illusion thing. Because this is like the perfect boil down of how a couple can look at one object that is the same and see it differently. Because one person in the relationship can look at 45 cans and say that's an appropriate amount of cans to have in the pantry for day-to-day usage which i may occasionally dip into to make chili and another person in that relationship goes this is a store for doomsday that i need to protect and i need to do it fully under my own steam and i need to never relinquish the information of where i have hidden them but that's the thing right because it's like it's like He's not. She's not just hiding them from looters. She's made it very clear that she's hiding them from him. He is a looter in this. (laughs) (laughs) Also, she's hidden them in the woods. (laughs) You guys, (laughs) how many woods are near this this person's home? How big are these woods? The woods are famous for being quite a scary place. I, I wonder as well, I mean, I think this speaks to a core problem in their relationship that Beans. I wouldn't want to live with someone who I couldn't trust with the knowledge of the location of the beans I'd buried in the woods. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you're not willing to tell your boyfriend or girlfriend where you've buried the beans, I mean, yeah. really, do you want to be stuck I, with this person? There's a, there's a world where both of these people can get what they need. <laughs> it just It's a communication breakdown. It just needs to be open communication where she says, hey... This is too many beans. I'm having trouble sleeping. I'm really uneasy. I feel like we've got a target on our back. And he says, that's a totally reasonable thing to say. Why don't we negotiate an amount of beans that we can leave in the pantry and a number of beans that you can take and bury in the scraggly woods. And once they find that number, the relationship can move forward. Compromise is where both parties aren't entirely happy with the resolution. That's so true. And you're right. It's just about taking 45 cans of beans and making one pile of crisis beans and one pile of regular, you know, day-to-day beans. And maybe that... Yeah. You know, and like, not everything in a relationship needs to be split down no. the middle. If they have a different relationship to cans of beans, I, I can see where the problem is, though. I was going to say they could be buying beans. They could do independent bean shops. <laughs> but the issue here is that as soon as there are beans in the house... 
She's restless. <laughs> now, Guy, in this scenario, when you said uh, we've got too many beans as a target on our backs, yeah. when you said that, did you imagine, sort of envision a world in which, I guess, hackers are going through shopping receipts online yeah. to work out who's purchased the most beans and then cross-referencing that's that? A, that's or is it more of a, a, yeah. a Skynet situation? <laughs> is it an Amazon <laughs> Alexa? You know, no, that, that, I, like, this is too much big data. Yeah, do you I, think that maybe an at-home speaker has been listening to conversations about <laughs> the beans and then very <laughs> skillful hackers have been able to access that? Or alternatively, is this is this Jeff Bezos going to their house directly with a pickaxe no, and saying, give me the fucking beans? You complete. you're going way too high-tech. I'm on this woman's side now. What he's done, right, is he's bought 45 cans of beans and he's been walking around town shooting his mouth off about how many beans he and his girlfriend have. You know what I mean? He's wandering around. He's got, he's got uh, kidney beans in either pocket and he's sort of throwing them around to people. He's juggling pink and black <laughs> <Yeah>. beans. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. We're all going to pretend like we're bigger than possessing 45 cans of food and not telling people about it. Ben, you were just <laughs> bragging about having an upstairs before that you can't eat an upstairs. <laughs> yeah, and, up, and upstairs is the architectural equivalent of 45 cans of food. We need to bury our upstairs in the woods. <laughs> I'm saying if you take some dirt from the woods and put it over the top of your house, you'll be in much better position for the coming months. You know what I've learned so far? I reckon I'm going to say there's 12 litres of milk in a case mm. and there's 45 cans of beans in a troubled relationship. Oh, that's, that's beautiful. That's like, a, uh, oh. that's like a, an old uh, country western lyric, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I lost my girl to 45 wait. cans of beans. <laughs> I can't wait to do my next crisis shot with my partner. And when I see her very gently placing the 45th cans of beans in the trolley, I'll just, I'll, I'll touch her wrist and I'll say no. <laughs> That's enough. I'll keep you. Um, Tim or Guy, oh, do you goodness. have one you want to share with the class? Uh, I've just dug one up here. The headline is Bank Vault. $5,000. Winchester, Virginia. A bank vault. A bank vault, and the picture is, if you, if you can see it, uh, the picture is like it's a concrete block with a yeah. giant bank door in it. Yeah. So what it is, it's a wall, and contained within the wall, there is a door to a vault, <laughs> and the specs are sixteen feet long, eleven feet wide, ten feet tall, solid concrete bank vault will deliver. <laughs> Huge. Will deliver was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there more? Will not respond to any more messages. <laughs> the milk all over again. <laughs> if you're serious, call me. 540 <laughs> All right, let's get so, this out. <laughs> $5,000 for a bank vault. Um, but the thing, the, the will deliver, will deliver was a mistake. Now, are they saying that it was a mistake that they offered to deliver it? Or were they saying, we will deliver this <laughs> oh. because it was, it was given to us by mistake? Bank space so they, they gone. I commit to, I'm a man of my word. <laughs> will deliver. That was a mistake. Oh no, here's my phone number. Yeah. <laughs> or it's like, we'll deliver. And then they're like, oh no, I've said it. So I have to do it. But I want everyone to know that when I deliver this bank vault, I will be doing so begrudgingly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, we'll deliver. 
But it was a mistake that I offered this. I service. wish I hadn't. If I had my time again, I would have just said, come pick up this bank vault. It's very heavy by design. This is all like well and good and we're having our japes and our laughs and our giggles. But how the <laughs> fuck do you deliver a bank vault? Well, it seems to be on the back of a truck in the photo. Yeah, I think it, it's yeah. about the size, if you want to imagine. It's about the size would, of a I, shipping container or so. So I think it would fit yeah. on the back of a, of a large truck. I'd actually like to apologise for describing it as embedded in the wall. I see now uh, in the pictures beneath that it is it is the entirety of the... It's a cube. Five grand. It is the entirety. Five grand's not bad. You, well, you, you get holed up in there, 45 cans of beans. You could survive a long <laughs> time in bad circumstances. <laughs> I was about to say, Tim, I can think of one couple who could do something but like this. The other thing is, like, we don't, we don't know what's in it. It's, it's like a, it's a dip in the bag. Oh, so you think maybe this is a bank vault that has not been emptied. Do you think this person stole the bank vault, realised what they'd done, yeah. and are trying to sell it, it for $5,000 thinking? Yeah, when they're yeah. talking about the mistake, they were like, oh my God, people always talk about breaking into a bank vault. No one ever just takes the vault. That's amazing. <laughs> okay, I'm going to do that. I'm going to get 11 or 12 of my friends. This is the dog <laughs> that caught the car, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly. And then he gets the vault and he knocks on the wall and he goes, that's a bit solid. Um, How good uh, would it be if so they did another Oceans movie, but instead of them planning the heist, it was the aftermath and they're trying to figure out what to do with this bank vault that they've got because they've just got no need for it. <laughs> like we could turn this it into a one-bedroom studio apartment. Um, maybe some sort it of, could be a, I don't know, a cool trendy new bar. But it's like Storage Wars. You know what I mean? Like people bid on it. It's $5,000, right? Are you, are you aware you of the show could- Storage Wars? Yeah, anything could be in there. Yeah. Oh, so, oh, so I, I, I'm familiar with the title, but not the concept. So Storage Wars, people are, people are bidding on abandoned storage exactly. containers. Yeah. Here's, and I, it's, it's a lucky dip for a dog. Yeah. I, think, I think what it is, though, is they lift up the door of the storage, of the storage uh, unit and you're allowed to see the front of it. And they give, might give you like some details, I think, of the person who owned it. Yeah. But you, don't, you can't see the back. You can't see where but the stuff the thing, is, et cetera, et cetera. Guy, Tim and Hing, that's a motorbike going by. Great. In Storage Wars, there's nothing to say it's not just a, a, a storage container full of wet cardboard and dildos, right? Like, that's something that people could store. Yeah, and sometimes in, you get junk as well. <laughs> <laughs> in a bank vault, there are, there's a finite amount of things that people store in a bank vault. I'm talking money. I'm talking right. gold. I'm talking Deeds rubies. Sapphires. Yeah. Um, interesting, interesting. Important documents. Um, there's very little actually that you would store in a bank vault that is not desirable, almost by definition. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's no 45 cans of beans. Well, very unlikely. Doesn't also depend on the quality of the bank. Well, hey, do you know it, what I mean? Is it definitely secondhand? I'm not looking at the photo on purpose because I want to be the audience surrogate and sure, assess you whether much, you guys yeah. are doing a, a good enough you know, audio yeah. description, what it looks like. Look, it's a great question, uh, Tim. It, i got to tell you, the door of the vault looks pretty bloody new. It's got in the... Yeah, but the concrete has been... It has clearly been jackhammered out of somewhere. Huh. So out of a bank, not... I'd imagine. Yeah. <laughs> anyway you cut it, this is a pretty rare opportunity. Obviously, you'd want to be living pretty close to the cellar. Mm-hmm. Uh, with regards to the pickup, well, no, they're delivering it. They've, <laughs> but they've, 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 they've said they're going to deliver it. Can you make? Give me the dimensions again. Yep, sixteen feet long, eleven feet wide, ten feet tall. So imagine, in in terms of like a person, it's probably three people long, and then sort of similar. That is two almost people tall, two people wide. I would guess. 
only slightly bigger than the um, podcast studio I'm currently in, which is at my house. And I've got to say, for five uh. grand for solid walls and stuff, that's actually pretty fucking tasty. That's not bad at all. If you could get some sort of air vac situation going on. Do you have a do you have a backyard that you could just dump it in? Um, yeah, but it's already got the studio. So we'd have to dump it on top of the studio. So it'd just be a stronger version of the studio that we would crush the old studio with, which would be very cool and ceremonial, some sort of upgrade. What would you... I mean, can you think of any non-podcast uses for a bank vault, though? Oh, absolutely like, not. Yeah, no. <laughs> I can think of one off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Which be, that's where I'd steer, st- store a lot of my valuable items. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah, fuck you, Guy Montgomery. I'll, I'll join in on this. Ben, you, you think- ben just swore at you, and he you- said that he would have to refrain from any foul language because of his proximity to children, but yeah. he couldn't even let I was so that, annoyed. that situation go. Can I, can, I, can I say this? Do you know, when I was walking around this morning, being like, oh, I've got to go on the, this podcast today, I was like, this is, this is a dynamic that is going to result in my being bullied. <laughs> I was almost... <laughs> fearful picking up the microphone because I was like these are three people who for unique reasons and I don't know what any of them are have an axe to grind against Montgomery Um, do you think okay can I just pitch one last idea before before we move on which is what about the four of us go four ways in this bank vault and then the four of us start a bank (laughs) Uh, do we do we we, between the four of us have any kind of the sort of qualifications you'd kind of be wanting at all in I, that? Well, but, not yet, but once we get our hands on that vault, we might be looking pretty good. <laughs> I feel like I feel like any any uni- like like you might have a university degree from from Oxford or whatever the fuck. I but I've got a vault. Who who are you talking <laughs> like, to? Just the, the person who's arguing with me about my lack of qualifications. Right, okay. Um this is this is a hypothetical argument I've I've waded into, and the three of you are now also here with me. Back me up, guys. Back me up. Okay. No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what your like... argument is or where you're going, so I'm just listening. <laughs> but I will I will say I I despise your intelligent adversary. <laughs> yeah. This person this person's got their fancy degree from university. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. They're probably wearing probably wearing a, a jumper around their shoulders, tied up. Yeah. And chinos. Playing golf on yeah. the weekends. You know, they own a yacht. Meanwhile, though, I've got, I've, I've got a freaking, I've got a freaking bank vault. You're going to tell me that you're better qualified to run a bank than me? I'm better qualified to a run vault. a bank than you. I say, wrapping my sweater around my collar because I have uh. intimate knowledge of J.P. Morgan's <laughs> failed attempt to start a centralized bank in America using the <laughs> destruction of the HMS Olympic, posing <laughs> as the Titanic in the early 20th century. These are my qualifications. You know, Tim, if I if I cut out that bit at the top where we were talking about conspiracy theories, I could make you sound quite insane. I think with the edit or not, I'm not coming across fully sound of mind, and that's fine. Uh, Tim, do you have one for us? Yeah, so the ad isn't as good as the story around it. For context, there is... We've got this website in New Zealand called Neighbourly, and I'm pretty sure it's our own thing it's not usually new zealand gets thrown a crumb from big um big websites big franchises we get a spin-off here and there we've got this thing neighborly and the thing with neighborly is that a lot of people signed up out of curiosity when it started sort of three four years ago 
they have the most persistent emails like i have requested to be um have my account deleted to be let off their emailing list <laughs> i'm i'm not exaggerating dozens of times i've tweeted about them across multiple years because i keep receiving their emails going hey do you want to know what your neighbors are up to and me going fucking no i have told you so many times that i don't and you are breaking the law like you're not allowed to contact me anymore i couldn't be more explicit and just just to be what is this what does this website do what is the function of this website aside from annoying you with emails it connects people who live close to you for like community stuff so it could be yeah. market days, events, people right. looking is for handymen, whatever. There is a version in Australia. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's called Neighbourly, but it's like, yeah, it's like, it's that, but it's also just snitching too, I find. Like a lot of it is <laughs> yeah. like snitching. Like somebody's been oh, filling my bins right. with, with the wrong recycling. Can we yeah. can we kill yeah, them yeah, as a group? Yeah. Like it gets quite out of hand. <laughs> yeah. Pitchforks, et cetera. Can et cetera. I just quickly ask, what's everyone's thoughts on uh, putting your recycling in someone else's half full bin the morning of? Totally fine. I love it. The morning of. Get in. I get reckon in there. morning of depend. When's the pickup? Twelve p.m. Mm, I'd be I'd be comfortable doing it at eleven thirty. If it's on the street though, it's it's no, on it's the bin. Yeah, once, if it's on the street, once the bin is is outside of your fence, yeah. if you if there's a fence situation, I mean it's 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 free reign there. That's you know. disgusting, and that's why things that that attitude <laughs> is why society is currently at its knees just by just by the bloody sniffles. I'm telling you. Are you kidding me? The solution to society's ills right now are more people being willing to share their bin space once it's on the curb. You self-centered capitalist pig. You don't need the space. You've put it on the fucking curb. Okay. Do do you know that once I put the bin out on the curb because I, you know, need to do it while I remember, I still generate garbage. That's you know on you, dude. No, Ben, what, what you are describing is entrapment. <laughs> it's literally, it's sick. <laughs> I can imagine you peering through the gaps in your fence being like, we got him, boys. <laughs> ben Jenkins only thinks about one thing and it's absolutely sick. <laughs> <laughs> I re-signed up to Neighbourly, um, putting my email... Uh, inbox in peril just for this podcast so i hope oh, you appreciate that is, it that is rare. oh thank you so much but then i kind of ran out of time to find any ads so this is the, this is the first <laughs> one that i got that was sort of appropriate to bring up okay um hi neighbors i have my mom m-o-m in her 60s but looks younger <laughs> all right okay. Okay. okay here living here living with us for a while she is a very energetic positive woman who loves to do something productive anything and then there's a smiley face emoji, which I had missed oh. until right at this moment. I hadn't oh. seen that before. I am wondering if you lovely neighbours could give me any ideas of what she could do in the hood, preferably in Mount Eden. She's very good in sewing and clothing alterations, cooking Persian cuisine, etc. Thank you in advance. Well, I'm really confused by, by why it's important what she looks like if this isn't a, hey, do you want to date my mum? Yeah, it, no, it definitely feels like a. Uh, I'm trying to set my mum. It doesn't sound like a now. date to me, Ben or Michael. <laughs> what do you mean? It sounds. Uh, if it was a date, they'd be registering them with different language or on a different platform. Well, no. This was, hey, my mum's here for a while. She's yep. fat. She's really friendly. If you get oh, what so I mean, think, right? You think it's just? You think it's just a hookup? You think it's no date? I think. I think that the the sort of offers that this person is looking for for their mum is uh, D's nuts. <laughs> Fuck me, dude. 
But why are you doing that? For- <laughs> and more importantly, the monstrous hog that rests atop them. <laughs> so you're suggesting it's a sort of a dinner and dancing situation with no dinner or dancing. That's the, did that's I, the vibe Did I tell you're- you guys that I used to live in an area... Uh, when, when I used to... We, we recorded the podcast there a couple of times uh, in, a, in sort of a fancy bit of Sydney and there was a lot of... It was, a, it, was, it was an older area, a lot of older people. And I used to go to a cafe to, to work sometimes and there was this older lady, she's probably about 75 or so, and she was scrolling through Tinder one day and she was like, oh, I don't know. And she was like having difficulty with it. And I was like, what are you doing there? And she was like, oh, it's Tinder. And I was like, can I please help you right now um and she was like oh thank you and like so we went through and she'd got so you went around the back of the cafe (laughs) 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 and um and she was like she was like okay well i've got this message and i went through and i saw it and she was like well what does this mean what does friends with benefits mean because that's what he said he wanted and i was like oh leanne that's like he doesn't want like he She's like, does, does he, does he, he's like, I don't really know. He wants, he just wants to have sex and nothing else. And she was like, oh, well, well, I, I've already agreed to have dinner with him. And I was like, well, you know, that's easy. Give it to me and I'll cancel it for you. And she was like, oh, well, the girl's got to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Get it, Leanne. Get it. <laughs> yeah. And we had a lovely uh, steak dinner. <laughs> what a great service to the community, Ben! Just looking for geriatrics who were um, and assisting them with their dating. Endeavors. I could tell by the sparkle in his voice and the twinkle in his eye that Ben was not offering his services for the benefit of Leanne. <laughs> he was prying. Was prying. <laughs> That's the thing. In this message, there's a lot of. Um, Sort of, it's all going in one direction. The clues that are that are dropped, including the wink smile emoji, and it kind of has the structure of like she's looking for a job, but at no point ever mentions she's looking for work or employment well, or money or anything. Mm. Do you think what's happened is this? This person's their mum's moved back in, and their mum is very very forthright and was like, "I gotta get it. Like, I just, I gotta get it." But and if then, you're the mum, aren't there easier ways than asking your maybe son to... Maybe she's not technically you, literate, right? But then the child mm. is like, oh, Christ, okay. I'm not... I draw the line at Tinder. I'm not signing you up for Tinder. That's just not going to... That's... Mm. I'm, uh, but I will go on this thing. And then she's like... The child's riding it and just like constantly pulling back from actually... <laughs> yeah. The, the mum's <laughs> like, tell them I want to fuck. Tell yeah. them that it's just... There's no pretense here. No dinner, no dancing. I'm yeah. DTF. It's like, I'm not riding that, mum. This yeah. is terrible that I'm doing this in the first place. <laughs> right, great big hog. I'm not riding great big hog. <laughs> mum, what I'll put is I'll put good at sewing and clothing alterations. No, put on a big hog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what if we compromise what if I say you look young and I'll put a smiley face <laughs> if you use a, a, a semicolon instead of a regular colon you got yourself a deal <laughs> <laughs> oh what fun guys this has been a joy I can't oh. believe we uh, we haven't had you on before um, as a duo partly because we just don't like Guy very much um, <laughs> yeah that's that's been prime. It's like well, I think the the good news is that in Tim you found another guest with the same um, vendetta, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you found it. You found someone you know yeah. with whom you share a well, kinship. Well, this is the thing, guy. Uh, Tim, Ben, and I have been planning this for months, actually. 
um, just a time, yeah. finding a time when you were freeze that the three of us could really just uh, go ham. I, I, the great news is, guys, I can handle it. I'm, I'm tall timber. I got these big, strong legs. Mm-hmm. It's going to take more than a, a, a three young fucking bucks nipping around my ankles to cause me. <laughs> um, for the listener, a single tear is uh, coming out of guys' right eye and down his cheek. Which the first of many, because tall trees know how to cry. <laughs> um, you guys have a podcast called the. Called the worst idea of all time, which uh, I listened to before I knew either of you, uh, which is why it mm. is is quite a sincere joy to uh, to have you on on this our podcast. Um, what's what, what have you done lately with that? Well, um, we actually three years ago. <laughs> I'll tell you what we've done lately. Three years ago, um, <laughs> we made a pilot for YouTube Red, which doesn't yes. exist anymore. <laughs> the confusingly not pornographic premium content <laughs> part of the website they had which you had to buy a subscription to um and they commissioned us to do a pilot they did not pick up the series but we um have recently obtained the permission to release it publicly so we we put it out less than a week ago uh, it's on youtube you search worst idea of all time pilot and it's uh it's getting yeah. some great people are loving it people are really loving yeah, it I've yeah seen pe- the- people are going feral over it it's amazing I'll, p- I'll put the link in the description for this app so you don't even need to bloody go to google or youtube and search the, like the, an idiot the premise of the pilot by the way if anyone is listening and doesn't know who we are is curious is uh, that tim and i dismissed the history of film criticism and invent method film reviewing so to re- review a movie you must commit eat sleep live breathe the mm. movie and the movie we decided to do that for is teenage mutant ninja turtles <laughs> out of the shadows <laughs> fantastic um, fantastic do you guys have anything else to plug i'm doing a web streaming show called happening which is a little bit cutesy but i think it's what the world needs at the moment it's um basically just a platform for artists and comedians to send me shit and then i just hang out with people twice a week for 90 minutes so oh, hell uh yeah fa- Search on Facebook for Happening Show. I have watched it and it's it's extremely enjoyable. Thanks, so Ben. So you should. You're welcome. And Guy, if anyone wants to see your massive hog, how would they go about that? Uh, you can come on over to Mount Roskill, Auckland, New Zealand. Uh, the cops will tell you it's not allowed, but I will be standing out on my street corner, waving it around. If you keep a two-metre distance, it's all above board. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Uh, and uh, we have some—we uh, have a new episode of Dragon Friends that's out. If you want to catch mm. that, um, it was recorded in ISO and came up really, really good. Um, uh, until next time, thanks so much for joining us, Tim Bat and Guy Montgomery. A true and we'll, pleasure. Uh, we'll see you soon. See you bye. later. Thanks. Bye. 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 Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.